Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello. Hello and welcome. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And this is the Two Drunk Accountants. Two Drunk Accountants. It's been a long time since we've done a formal intro like that. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have some stability. and It's, uh, a, it's a bit refreshing. It's probably refreshing for the listeners as well. Yeah, who are very used to our patented trademark. Soft intro. Soft intro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call that a phase uh, we've been going through. It might come back again. I think it probably will. I wouldn't mind sending out a survey to the listeners soon, actually, and just be like, what do you like? Yeah, what do you like about is the Is it podcast? the banter? Do you come for the banter and stay for the accounting? Or, or is it the other way around? Do you come for the accounting, but stay for the banter? And just skip the band. Just skip the first 80% of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should call ourselves an accounting podcast. A lot of our content is just ping pong. Oh, no. Hey, about two minutes. Yeah, I'm two kidding. minutes. I'm kidding. And for the last six weeks, it's been generally you pushing the pong date because you've been you've been yeah. in a winning mood. That is true. All right, let's get this done under two minutes. Then <laughs> pong date. I've won the week, but I'm yes. not going to be at work on finals day, which means it's a I it's have an open to automatically race. forfeit the grand final. Exactly. It's so an open race. It's an open race for the grand final this week. Yeah. So I'm feeling confident. That means I get automatic entry into the grand final and it's up to Mikey and Angie to battle it out uh, to see who's going to meet me in the last day in, well, it's actually the, only the third day of November or the second day of November, something like that anyway. But uh, who's going to meet me today in the grand final? Yeah, and, and we are approaching you know, the end of the season. This is the back half of the season now. There's only like five weeks left in the season. Yeah, so it's anyone's, it's anyone's season. You've got a healthy lead, but I'm going to chase you down. I'm going to chase you down, Dan. All right. Well, good luck to you. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Tim. That's the pong date. You ready for this? I'm ready. What is the Tim man? Dan Lowe. <laughs> Crushed it. First yeah, time. Good. First time. We got it. <laughs> nice. uh, all right. So... Tim, what's your Tim and Dan though this week? Um, I actually just want to do a shout out for the Touch Footy team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're both part of the uh, OSB team. We are both part of the OSB. What does that stand for, Dan? Stands for Odd Shaped Bananas. <laughs> Why are we called that, by the way? It's a heritage name. We've had ah. it for a good 15 years Okay. Uh, in the Touch community. People know us. Makes sense. We're on brand, so we're just keeping, yeah. keeping with it. We've got nice sing- orange singlets with like a big yellow banana on yeah. the, <laughs> the front of them. <laughs> yeah, they're stylish. <laughs> Everyone else is like a cut above and uh, untouchables and stuff like that. Really cool names, you know, the odd shaped bananas. Anyway, I think it's shout cool. out to the Touch team. It's really good. Mm. Good group Good group of people. We're, uh, we're on fire, undefeated. Do you know why we're also called OSB? No. It's because I was an original. Okay, yep. And my last name is O-S-B. Uh, O-R-N-E. <laughs> it's the first three letters of my last so name. So, you somehow conned everyone into naming it the first three letters of your last name. 
Correct. Uh, Correct. <laughs> uh, and uh, so pretty much you are the odd-shaped banana. Yes. Now, Macca is the odd-shaped banana, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just someone who happens to play in the team. Um, yeah, so Dan is our spiritual leader, has been doing very well the last couple of weeks, doing some real good touches. Yep, I've scored zero tries. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> Tim, so Tim, on the other hand, I think you've, you've, you've got a, an average of two uh, a week at the moment. Yeah, averaging just about two a week. Yeah. I think most of those are set up by other people. <laughs> Doesn't matter, mate. You're over the line. The last person in the chain. You're in. But, uh, you're in the right place at the right time. That's haven't dropped important. the ball or fumbled it over the line. So no, that's, that's good. That's good. That is always good. That is good. It's a good game touch football, and uh, I think I think we're in strong contenders this year. We're strong contenders. I wouldn't mind studying a new thing. Touch dinner, dinner after touch football. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's too much. Okay. All right. That's let's too grab much. It. No, it's, let's grab that. It's, it's seeing Tim too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan. All right. It was nice to be shut down on air. Yeah. Of all of our <laughs> listeners and peers, friends, well, and family. Just got to be honest. You know, I saw a tweet this week by uh, I think it might have been the ATO. Oh, really? About their podcast. Okay. Oh no, no, it was CPA. It was CPA. Yes, actually, I saw and you. They, and commented they said, on this. yeah, they said uh, number one tip for a podcast is is be yourself. <laughs> And I think yeah, if I'm not I, shutting you down, Tim, I'm not being myself. <laughs> I think that's definitely true of us on this podcast so far is we've we've been ourselves. Mm. Maybe a more like lively version of ourselves at times. Definitely, you definitely pep yourself up a little bit, but we're not hiding anything about geekiness and no, lameness on this show. That's de- it's just coming to the fore, really. Definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. Uh, have you got anything else other than... Touch footy. Um, yes, I'm going to Taylor Swift concert ah, tonight. Yes. It's Friday tonight. Are you looking at looking forward to some like Shake It Off and? Uh... Yeah, I'm like I, I'm a I'm a casual observer of Taylor Swift. Like I, I wouldn't say that I've ever been into any of her yeah. music. Yeah, but you know, everyone you know Shake It Off comes on. You all, everyone. Everyone enjoys it. Yeah, you've got to break it down. Yeah. Um, but the people who I'm going with, uh, that Katrina, my gorgeous partner and I are going with, yes. uh, are massive Taylor Swift fans, um, particularly Renee. So you're probably going to listen to the podcast today, uh, Chris, who's also coming. So tell Renee yep. that we're giving her a shout out. Yep. Uh, she's a huge fan. And uh, when you're a Swifty, which is what they're called, you, uh, <laughs> you, you dress up when you go to the concerts. And nice. when we bought the tickets, she she told us that yeah, everyone dresses up. I said, yep, cool. Put together your, your an outfit, and I'm happy to wear it. Yeah. So today I'm going in a black sequin shirt with a big snake on the front. Oh, uh, just that's awesome. Can lots- you get some photos? There'll be photos. Good. There'll be photos. Nice. I mean, it's not the first time I've worn a sequin shirt. You've been prone to the old uh, ballroom dancing in the past, have you? Yeah, I have, yeah, that? I have. <laughs> Katrina is actually a very good ballroom dancer. I know, that's why I yeah. mentioned it. <laughs> that's why I thought maybe you actually were wearing a uh, sequin shirt there. So. Yep, yep, I'm happy to, to announce that were I have ever, one sequin shirt. In terms of the dress-up, were you ever tempted to go as Kanye West at all? <laughs> <laughs> I am now, but I, don't, I haven't thought about it at the time. Wear a make make America great again cap. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that? He's he met coming, Trump. Yeah. Yeah, but then he came out yesterday. He's distancing himself from politics. He said he realized that um, politicians have been using him for their own brands and agendas. 
well, how do you realise all of a sudden? Why wouldn't? <laughs> for what reason would a president meet with Kanye West? Uh, what a political advice? No reason. He has no. He has nothing to contribute to it's, that. It's quite sad though, because the guy's obviously he's got some issues. Yeah. Well, he and came out and clearly stated he's he's got actual mental health problems. Yeah, and then he's reneged on that a couple of times, I think. But that's yeah. obviously just that's part, part of the of, condition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We shouldn't laugh about it, but it, but yeah, that's just ridiculous what's happening over there. Um, yeah, so all right, Kanye. Well, if you change your mind, Kanye's a good backup plan. Yeah, it is yeah. a good backup plan. I don't know how I go as Kanye, <laughs> like without being racist. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> because if I just dress up what Kanye wears, uh, I just look like a guy wearing those clothes. I don't look you like wear Kanye. Like a t-shirt with his face on it with his face on it yeah I could do that maybe could or maybe that. I could wear a Kanye mask he wears some pretty signature clothing if you could get some like nice red leather suit or something but then I'm Eddie Murphy like <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, maybe you could um, get a wire for your jaw just wire your jaw shut just wire yep yeah. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing in the audience but I'm pulling a Kanye face that was old that was old Kanye though yeah. when he was cool yeah, not anymore. No. All right, Tim, what's your business update this week? Let's get into let's get into the content. Let's get into the uh, heavy content. Hard content. Hard content. Right uh, I believe you had one. Yes, I do actually. Um, yeah, so it's a nice quick one today, Dan. Mm. Um, so we're into November now. That means if you are self lodging your tax return, that and if you haven't done it yet. Your return is overdue. Uh-oh. 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 Now, don't worry. If you are on a tax agent list and you were on that list before the 31st of October, you get the benefit of the extension to the 15th of May. Yep, that's right. Next year. Next year. It's a big extension. Yeah. So, um, and we actually do often get a lot of calls from clients this time of year. They're like, my tax isn't done yet. Yeah. It's like, no, no, it's okay. We have until the 15th of May next year, yeah. which is very calming It is. people. It is funny, actually. You, you do some of these people's return every year, and sometimes you do it in December or something, and then they'll call you on the 30th yeah. of October and go, I've just had to send you my tax They've stuff. It's, it's due on, tomorrow. It's yeah. going to be late. And you're like, mate. Coming on TV. It's all right. Or... Last year, we did it in December. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. fine. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But so uh, yes, that is good. That uh, yeah, if, if you need to lodge your return, uh, mm. come see a tax agent. Yeah, that would be the best bet. If you haven't lodged it by now, mm. chances are you're probably not going to do it. I can think of two friends of two friends of ours, Dan, on the touch team. Who, I can uh, specifically <laughs> think of two friends on the touch team who haven't lodged their returns yet. Ask for help at home, and then yeah. they just never. It's not to prepared. Get their, not get prepared. And they're not going to listen to this. So I'm going to name and shame them. It's Macker and Begsy. <laughs> <laughs> Get your act together, guys. Yeah, get your act get your act together. I think we should come up with a song like uh if you haven't lodged by now. <laughs> if you haven't lodged by now. <laughs> um yeah, I can't think of a second line to that no. song. <laughs> you will never, never, ever lodge. That you know the real song? Like if you don't know me by now. It's a real song. Yeah, I don't know that song. It's a real song. It's an old song. Oh, okay. Simply red, I think, sings it. Oh. I don't even know that band. No, you would if you if you really? if you like you wouldn't know the name, but if you looked at them, you'd know a couple of the yeah, songs that yeah. they make, including yeah, that one. Cool. If you don't lodge yeah. it by now, after. <laughs> if you don't lodge it by now. Uh, so the other business update that we've got is that 
Uh, we're into November, so if you are not with a tax agent, your Baz mm. is already overdue. It yeah, was due several days ago. About a week ago. Yeah. It would have been due. Yeah, the 26th, I want to say, 25th, somewhere around that. Yeah, it, it, it seems to change. the 28th of the month after yeah. the end of the quarter. Yeah, I if think you're, you're watching right. your own Baz. I think you're right. I always forget the actual date for then your normal lodgements. You get an extra 28 days yes. if you're lodging through a registered tax so it's or the Baz 26th, agent. Uh, I believe, yep. of November. Yes. Get your bazers to your tax agents if you haven't already, people. Yeah, exactly. Finish your bookkeeping so your accountant can lodge your baz for you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's a nice thing. You've still got another four weeks to lodge and pay. Um, and yeah, November can be a tricky month if you're on the quarterly baz and the monthly IAS. Yes. Double whammy. Bit October. Of a double whammy there. October IAS is going to be due yeah. about a week before your baz is. And IAS is where you've got your monthly tax withheld on wages. Yeah. Out. So, mm. yeah, just just heads up. You're going to have that on the 21st. Yeah. And then your BAS is going to hit on the 25th or 26th. So, get some cash flow put aside for those two things. Exactly. All right, Tim, let's move on to our main topic today. And uh, we've, we've spoken that we're going to do this a few times on the podcast. So, yep. it's a new thing, new rule, new regulations, a big change for a lot of people um, in terms of their reporting. Yeah. Uh, but it is single touch payroll. Yeah. I mean, so it is in place now for yeah. employers with 20 or more employees. That's right. That's right. So if, if you're somebody listening to this podcast and you've got 20 employees, uh, and you don't and know you what single don't touch payroll yeah, is, <laughs> you're, you're running late. You need to get yeah. on that. It's possible that you're not meeting your obligations there with ATO. Yeah, that's right. So. So, what is single-touch payroll? Essentially... It's a good concept. Yeah. Essentially, what it is, is as you are doing your pay runs, your weekly, your fortnightly, however often you pay, uh, at the same time as paying your employees, you have to submit information to the ATO Mm. in regards to the amount that you paid, the tax withheld, and the super associated with it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool because um, the ATO is getting the information as you go. Mm-hmm. That means um, it could change the way Bazers are lodged. Yeah. He's already getting that. Exactly. It could change the way end of year payment summaries are lodged. Like already they're saying you don't have to lodge yeah. end so, of year payment so summaries. Th- that is one of the big things that you don't lodge payment summaries anymore. So yeah. normally at, at the end of the year, you'd get to, you know, June finishes and you think, geez, I got to prepare all my payment summaries and give these to my employees. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Because you've reported this every week to the ATO, the ATO already have these details. All you need to do is submit a finalization, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, which, is why they, which is why they call it single touch. Yeah, exactly. Because as you're paying your payroll, you're reporting. You're reporting your lodgement obligations. Exactly. <laughs> so... What happens then is the ATO automatically pre-fill this information into MyGov or into their reporting to give to tax agents. Uh, and all you need to do is say that, yep, this has been finalized and the cl- uh, your employee can access that information at any time during the year. Yeah, that's pretty cool too, actually. Yeah. So, like, let's say employees are changing jobs. Mm-hmm. They should be able to access on MyGov a record of what they've been paid, right? Yeah, I believe so. So that's pretty cool for like individual tax Mm. planning. No longer do you need to rely on the pay slip and Mm -hmm. year-to-date earning records. Um, You could check with ATO where you're at. Yep, that's right. So It's a big change and it does open the door for a lot of new ideas 
<clears throat> ideas and concepts mm. in terms of tax lodgements yeah as well yeah exactly and I suppose uh, at the moment it's only people with 20 or more employees but yeah. the ATO have recently been pushing everyone yeah. to jump on to give it a try now, it's probably I don't think it's even passed through like the that's not law yet but yeah. eventually um, what they're what they're saying is starting next financial year so mm. the 1st of July 2019 yep. all employers will have to switch to single yeah. touch payroll at the moment it's just 20 or more but mm. you can opt in right now. Okay, Dan. So here's my question. Yeah. Um, that's fine for people who have an accounting software. Yes. What if you have an employee but you don't have an up-to-date accounting software subscription? Yeah. All right. So let's let's. It's a good segue. So the ATO have provided information in several ways that you can lodge this information. Yep. Um, the first one is you run an accounting package or a payroll solution yeah. that is up to date and has this ability. So some examples of that are any of the cloud accounting software. Yeah, Zero, so Zero, QuickBooks Online, Myb, Account Live, Essentials, um, Essentials as well. Uh, yeah. Probably all those other ones like Sasu and all those kind yeah. of things. I'd imagine. Yeah, I haven't checked, but I'd imagine they would as well. Yeah, um, and then if you go to a specific payroll provider. Yep. So people, you know, just an online software that does purely just payroll for you. Yeah. Um, they would definitely do it. Yeah. And the ATO have a list of providers. Cool. So if your current provider doesn't do it, they've given you a list of providers that do. Yeah, okay. So that's good. So what if, about those people without an yes, accounting software? Exactly. So if you don't have an accounting software, you have to submit your information to a third party such as a tax agent. Who then mm. uploads that information wow. to the ATO every week? Every week. So uh. this is a compliance nightmare yeah. if you don't currently <laughs> have an online <laughs> payroll system. So it is going to push more people into accounting software. Mm -hmm. That is a tough one though for micro business. Yep. I did see some um, correspondence through about the ATO considering. Um, teaming up with some banking institutions mm. to report the information that way. That'd be good. That's quite interesting. That'd be that great. idea. Mm. But yeah, I mean, to develop something like that with banks and then it would only be a limited number of banks yeah. as well is quite tough. Yeah. So there you exactly. go. That's a big change for micro business. Um, I mean, a lot, not a lot of really small businesses do have payroll. Mm. But... Just remember, if you're a really small business, but you're in a company and you're taking money out of that company, yeah, that's payroll. Yeah. <laughs> Paying yourself is a wage for yeah. that company. So, you need to report your own wages yes. to the ATO. Under the single touch payroll system. Yeah. So, if you've got a system like Xero, it's going to be very simple to lodge this. It's not, you know, you, you run your pay run, uh, it creates the pay event and you upload like it sends it from the software to the ATO. Mm. So it's not like you have to download something, go to a th like your business portal online and upload the information yeah. every week because that would be a nightmare. That's yeah. not single touch, that's several touches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh what you do is just upload it straight to the software, nothing will really change. Uh if 
Uh, and what you're actually doing when you're reporting is not only you're reporting that week, but you're reporting year-to-date figures. Yeah. So if you've changed a payroll, a pay run um, since your last lodgement, yeah. uh, you do a correction. Yeah, okay. And it fixes it. So that is possible. It is possible. So you can change things. But only the previous pay run, by the sounds of it? I don't think so, no. Okay. If, if anything changes... So for the whole period, you can do a correction. You can do a correction. So almost like you can reconcile the difference between Exactly the two. right, yeah. Okay. So the okay. ATO have said, here it is, uh, correcting employee information. Uh, if, you're, if the employee year-to-date information you last reported to us does not reflect the information in your payroll system, yeah. so something's changed... Uh, you should submit the updated information to us either within 14 days of the needed correction yep. or in the next regular pay event where the affected employees have continuity of employment. So if they still work for you, yeah. you can just fix it in the next pay run. Yeah, okay, cool. And it updates the information. Okay. So that's important for self-employed people as well. Mm. Sometimes approaching the end of the year, you may be adjusting some of your own pay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's not quite so rigid for self-employed people what they're paying themselves. It depends on the profit of the business mm. and the cash flow in the business. Yeah. And also the cash that you're taking from the business. Yeah. So, um, so to me, that's, that's a positive for yeah. self-employed people. There is still some flexibility there to adjust before mm. the 30th of June. Yeah. Um, this does sort of suggest to me though, if you're of the model where you make retrospective changes, so say like in August, you're lodging your tax. I mean, that's quite early still mm. to be lodging your tax. But at that point, you want to change the wages you paid yourself. Mm. That may not work moving forward. Yeah, I think they will provide the ability to do that, especially for self-employed yeah. people. Okay. Um, I, I'd yeah, ima- the ATO is not in the business of... Um, detrimentally taxing self-employed people. Exactly. There's a smarter exactly. arrangement. Not, not a way to avoid yeah. tax, but just a smarter way to arrange their affairs. I, I, I would say that they will definitely have the ability to yep. change a prior year's payroll for yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't think that you'd be able to do it very easily, maybe for employees. Yeah. But it'd probably be the same way that you update a payment summary now. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you amend, amend it. it. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so essentially what will happen now you have to lodge this information with your pay run every week. Yep. It'll gather and collect that data. At the end of the financial year, yep. it has what you've paid everyone already there and you just say, yes, that's right. Mm. Um, you don't need to send a payment summary to your employees. Yeah. The ATO has got the information mm. and there's nothing more you need to do. So, a couple of extra perspectives here. Yeah. One from the ATO's perspective. Yes. Quite a smart move. Yeah. They can effectively plan their cash flow yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving yeah. forward, every every week they know fortnight and yeah. month. Um, they know how much tax is being withheld yeah. and how much they should how be much they should get every quarter. So month. that's really smart for people who aren't lodging bazers mm. who are falling behind. Yeah, because they know already what you were meant a to huge chunk yeah. there, um, which should have been collected. Yeah, baz. Yeah, that hasn't been lodged. Yep. that's really smart. For Very the smart. I'm supportive of that. Yeah, they've got more information there, and they can actually stop problems before they occur. Yep. Put out those fires and before they occur. Something that we always advocate, anyway, is to pay your tax and everything as you do your pay run. Yeah. So you, Dan's getting at putting like putting an amount of the tax withheld from uh, your pay run straight to the ATO. Why yeah. not? Or put it in a reserve bank account that you don't that touch. you will pay to the ATO. Yeah. 
Um, and the other, the other side of the equation, this is the second perspective I was thinking of, was mm. super. Yes. So, so I was going to have a whole conversation about this, but <laughs> I'll go with your question. Yeah. So um, obviously, we suggest to businesses that we work with to pay your super as you go because it's so easy these days. Yeah. Um, and you don't and get behind. Again, you can pay that to the mm. super funds or you can put it to a reserve cash bank account if you want yep. to collect the interest on it. Yep. Now, how is it going to work um, specifically for self-employed people Mm. <laughs> who are part of the payroll yep. may or may not have been paying their own super. So, <laughs> here's, here's the first part of this. Okay. Not only are you lodging to the ATO every time you do a pay run your wages and tax, yeah. but you're also submitting the amount of super that yeah. is associated with that pay yeah, run. Yeah, they can see for that. For each person. They can see that. Now, what the ATO are allowed to do now mm-hmm. is data match that with your super fund Ooh. to see what was actually paid. Hectic. And if you don't pay it, yeah. they come get you. Even if you're, even if you're a self-employed person? I'd imagine. Because mm. as a self-employed person, even though they don't really chase it up, mm. you are meant to pay super so for that's, all employees, that's including a huge, yourself. That's a huge change yeah. for accountants, BAS agents, clients. Yeah. They all need to be across the fact. Yeah. Self-employed people need to be paying their super now. Yeah. They're not going to be happy about that. Either. I'd like to check. I'd like to check to see if the ATO have released anything about this. I would like to actually yeah. ask the ATO the question. Yeah. And you know what? They won't give you a straight answer. No, nah, it'll be. Because they'll hedge their bets. They'll keep yeah. their options open. Yeah. I mean, only time will tell. Yeah. There's but probably some scenarios happening right now yeah. with businesses that are employing 20 or more people. Oh, definitely. So, if you're an accountant listening to this, you've got a client who hasn't been paying their own super. Yeah. Which <laughs> happens. They have 20 or more employees, yeah. but they've been using single-touch payroll. Yeah. How's Tell it going? us your thoughts. Are you concerned about that? Yeah. I think I think the bigger issue, and I think this is a really good thing, is that there are a lot of people out there, and you know, none of our clients, because we always point it out to them, mm-hmm. um, that, you, that they just don't pay their employees super. Mm. They're cash poor. They get the end of the quarter. They don't realize yeah. that they had to pay this extra couple grand. Yeah. And then they just leave it. And then suddenly after a year, they owe 10 yeah. grand of super. And, you know, you're meant to be lodging the super guarantee charge forms yeah. and a bit of interest and whatnot. That's going to be very tightly monitored. That's yeah. going to be very tightly monitored. So, the even a- paying it late. The ATO are going to know. be a super guarantee yeah. charge. The ATO are going to know how much super this person accrued yeah. and how much you've paid. And when you paid it. And when you paid it. <laughs> Which is not something that's ever happened before. Yeah, because even if you pay it a week late, there really should be interest on that. Yeah. And then there's an administration exactly. fine. Which so, isn't that much, the fine. No, it's but like it's, ten, a, it's $10 it's or something. It's a pain. Yeah. It's a pain. And those two things aren't deductible. No. no. So, the first thing I would say to prepare for this mm. is one, if you're not already on a cloud solution, get on one. Get, get on it. Yeah. Get on it. Two. Get on it. Yeah. Two. <laughs> change your methods. Start paying your super and yep. your tax weekly. Weekly. With your, with your or fortnightly, whatever your pay run is, pay it then. You know what? And if you're not doing that already, you will notice the change. I mean, obviously, you need a little bit of cash flow behind you to be able to do this. But yeah. Some some people are playing catch up constantly. Yeah. It's just a little bit out of their control. Yeah. But. Um, make it a focus to try and get on top of that by mm. chipping away at it weekly. Yeah, definitely. So, that's really important too, I yep. think. And then you don't get the pain every three months of that superannuation amount. Yeah, that's and right. And the half of the BAS is tax withheld on exactly. wages. That's all sorted as yeah. well. 
So this is the the people who are going to be affected by this the most are somebody who's been in business for 20 years, a tradie mm. who's been doing the same thing on MYOB yep. and now suddenly <laughs> has to do this. Not that's that, they're going to be the biggest change. Not that he's a tradie, but now's a good time to shout out to Matt Small, who commented yeah, on... Yeah, don't, don't touch my payroll. Don't touch my payroll. I liked that. Yeah. Because he's someone you've spoken to recently about... Mm. Yeah, yeah some, about different things, softwares and different things. softwares. And so, it's an interesting thing. And he, he's he's traditionally been in business for a long time. And, yeah, exactly. And so, it's a huge change for people like Matt. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a big change for a lot of people like that who you know, have been in business for this time and have done something the same way, but the changes in the past five years yeah. have led to this point. It's the tipping point. Yeah. And it's not because like Matt's doing the wrong thing. No, no, anything. definitely it's not. It's just because, and and different generation to us, different mindset. Mm. Um, we don't want our data accessible online in the cloud. Yeah. We're concerned about security. Yeah. So there are a lot of people still concerned about those things. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, yeah. the, there's definitely a lot of clients out there who who do say that and say things like that and you yeah. and but unfortunately um Time's with changing. single touch payroll it's pretty much pushing it's changing yeah and you, with myb not supporting desktop related software exactly anymore, it's forcing your hand you're gonna fall behind if you exactly if you don't get with the times so. exactly and and you all know how we feel about myb anyway so <laughs> uh so uh so there are a couple of the quick little parts of this uh okay cool one of them is exemptions. Okay. So there are exemptions. I'm just going to bring this up. Oh, really? Here. Huh. Yes. So some people are exempt from single touch payroll. These would include. Uh, so people that you are exempt from having to do single touch payroll. Employers with seasonal workers. Uh, so some employers need to employ casual workers for short time during peak seasons uh, this may increase the number of employees in your payroll to 20 or more oh, so for a short period just, this is just for the next yeah. this is until 30 June 29 yeah so for this year exempt. you'll be okay. exempt if you have you know um, if you had fewer than 20 employees at any one time for at yeah. least 10 continuous months yeah uh, or if you reasonably expect to have fewer than 20 employees at one time for at least 10 continuous months. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, that's yeah. fair enough. That's fair enough. So there are but next year, yeah. you're going to have to jump on anyway. There are a couple others. Yep. Uh, if you are an insolvency practitioner, okay. right, and uh, you are an insolvency practitioner for an employer, so someone's gone into administration and, and you as the insolvency practitioner have taken over. Yep. Um. You don't need to report single touch payroll for the hit that person's employees. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So if that business is mm, continuing, interesting, but it's in administration being run by the insolvency people, yeah. uh, you don't need to continue with that compliance. That's interesting. Yeah, but you do have to lodge payment summaries at the end of the year for whatever payments you didn't include in single touch I payroll. I feel like it would be easier for the liquidator just to do the single touch payroll. Yeah, I agree. If if the business has an existing yeah. accounting software. I agree, 100%. Mm. Uh, another one here is uh, long service leave and redundancy scheme. So, employees in certain industries such as building, construction, need to make regular contributions to long service leave. Uh, we know that. Yeah. Uh, these employees who are members of the scheme may then be entitled to a payment of long service leave. If, uh, if you're an administrator of one of these schemes, you don't need to use single touch payroll. Mm. Uh, and then if you're an employer with a withholding payer number mm -hmm. instead of an ABN, mm -hmm. you don't need to report it. 
Okay, that's actually people who that an example of that then mm. is someone who has a nanny. A yeah, living nanny. Yeah, they're paying them a wage. Exactly. Um, but they don't have an ABN. That's what a withholding payer number is. Exactly. <laughs> so they don't need single touch payroll. They don't need single touch payroll. You've pay got right. a live-in nanny. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be happy to know. <laughs> yeah. If you have a live-in nanny, send us an email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear what that's like. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, foreign employees, uh, you'll be exempt from reporting payments to foreign employees if all of the following apply. The employee is employed offshore okay. by an offshore entity. Uh that entity is a non-resident Australian taxation purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the employee is seconded to Australia. Oh, seconded. I read that completely wrong. <laughs> the, the employee is seconded to Australia or, right. or part of the employee's so base from, salary or is paid an offshore entity. So, if, if you're an offshore the, entity... That's from the perspective of yeah, a foreign, exactly. foreign business. Exactly. Yeah. I and mean, then, how are they going to comply with single touch payroll? Yeah. And yeah. then you can, uh, you can apply for further exemptions. But okay, if you feel like you've got a scenario where... Exactly. Mm. So, that's it. Okay. Well, it's not as big and bad as it sounds. No. Single touch payroll, it could even be a positive. Yep. Once you get into the groove, it'll, it could even save you time. Yep, exactly. Get on an online solution for your payroll. Yep. Uh, pay your tax in your super um, as you pay your wages. That's yep. our recommendation. Yep. And lodge your finalization at the end of the year. Spot on. It's done. Perfect. Beauty. That's single touch payroll. Single touch payroll. All right, Tim. Time for the other thing. What is your other thing this week? My other thing. Um, I'm going to the accountant's ball tonight, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you laugh at that? <laughs> well, I was just thinking then, accountant's ball could be a good name for our oh, podcast. Brilliant. Yeah. Totally stealing that. Yeah. If you're someone who runs the accountant's ball. Yeah, for the and uh, if you if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know we're toying with the idea of a second podcast about uh, accounting and numbers no, in sport. We're not toying with the idea. Dan. We're doing it. It's happening. Yeah, we've already reached out to a couple of key people. Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, please get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, accountants ball. Yeah, the accountants ball. Um, it's a black tie event. It's in Newcastle. So um, and as it as the title suggests. Hmm. It's a room full of accountants. Ah. Yeah. Enjoying a nice ball. Enjoy that. Um, basically, it's actually a fundraiser. Yeah. They raise funds for uh, young people without housing. Yeah. And um, it's really good cause. They they raise like so much money each year mm. um, and they get them into housing and they help them get education. And I think they actually um, choose people primarily who want to be accountants as well oh really yeah when they get older so, so, so what do they, they do they like, go to the homeless kids and who wants to be an accountant <laughs> when they're older and the kid's like i you know i haven't really thought about that i'm looking for food and shelter right now <laughs> yeah. i don't know maybe they don't put yeah. the pressure on the accountants <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's some subtle my like, first priority is yeah is dinner yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's actually amazing and last year mm. they got um this young uh, woman on stage, she was probably only 16, 17. Mm. And so she lives by herself. She uh, had done so for a couple of years. She was homeless before that. That's sad. Hectic. Yeah. And so the funds raised have supported her. That's and great. People like her, which is just amazing. And she got up on stage as a, like a 16, 17 year old um, speaking in front of a room full of like tuxedoed accountants. accountants. 
I just thought, get you, girl. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. Seriously, though, she did an amazing job. And so, yeah, it's a good cause. Uh, but if you're going to be at the accountant's ball tonight and you see one of the drunk accountants getting yeah. around, then... Make sure you say hello to Tim. Yeah, come over and say hello. Definitely not going to be on as fine as form as I was on last Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah buddy, definitely so. not. No. Uh just to fill everyone in, Tim decided he'd uh, bust out the old wizard stick, yeah. which which isn't what you think. <laughs> it's it's when every time you have a drink, you duct tape it to the next drink yeah, so you until drink you cans. have a staff at the end of yeah, it, essentially. It's really, it's a fun thing to do. And mm. it's very satisfying to yeah. look at your staff at the end of the night mm. through, I might add, very... Beer goggles. Yeah, <laughs> very fuzzy eyes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then invariably... Other drunk people get jealous of your staff, Dan. They do. They see the staff. They don't have a staff. Mm. They didn't come prepared with duct no. tape and cans. No. So, they they wreck your staff. Yeah. So, it's part of the fun is just like fighting them off yeah. at the end of the night too. Well, that's good. I'm glad you did that. Yes. Uh, other thing, who, who, who runs the ball, actually? I just thought then. Well, actually, the um, CA and CPA are behind it. Ah, they do I it think, together. Um, Josh Robb. So, he's someone we want, we want to get on the podcast, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, insolvency practitioner. Yeah, he wouldn't need to lodge single-touch payroll for... No, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we wouldn't mind getting him on the show at some stage. I've spoken to him about it. Yeah. Last time I caught up with him. Um, yeah, so he does a lot of the organizing. Oh, wow. I but, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, they had Akmal. Akmal, yeah. Come along. Yeah, he's a local radio host here now. Really? Yeah, I'm like um, oh, right. Star FM or one of those ones in Tell the morning. What, those he- comedians get paid a bomb mm. for a gig. Oh, they do. Once they get a name for themselves. Definitely. One night is like mm. a lot of money. Yeah. So this year, I think it's like Aerial Silks or something like that. Maybe I'm giving away secrets, but... Uh, yeah, well. Last year as well, it was something like Carlton... Unveiled a brand new beer. Ever since I haven't seen that beer actually <laughs> on the shelves, so it could have been the only time they, they're just promoting a. But they donated so much of that beer for the night. I, That's what people do. They like donate the bar. Donate the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cool. That's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah. <sighs> My other thing this week. What it can't is be it? Taylor Swift. It's not Taylor Swift. Well, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Taylor Swift yet, so it's not my other thing. Yeah, maybe could next be next week. week. Um, You're gonna be a Swifty. I'll be a Swifty by next week. No, my other thing. Oh, I um. You know, I, I like a good biography, and oh, yes. uh, I, I listen to a lot of biographies, yes. and I also read a lot of biographies, and the someone that I'd never read, but everyone always talks about these, is Richard yeah. Branson's books. Ah, uh, yes, yes, he, yes. He, he wrote one autobiography in the 90s, and then he wrote a bunch of books about management in between, and then he's just released his second biography, which is yeah. kind of everything from the early 90s till now. Like The yeah. first one covered everything up until that point, so yeah. essentially it starts... Not long after he'd already got had uh, Virgin Atlantic, the first airline, mm. and he was just selling Virgin Records. That's okay. where it starts. Yep. Um, and obviously, since then, he's made you know Virgin Australia, yeah. Virgin US, the Virgin telephone. Money, Virgin Phones, Virgin Mobile, Virgin Mobile. <laughs> Uh, and he, he goes through all the different businesses. Like mo- some of them don't exist anymore, but a bunch of them are like big names that you know that he yeah. was like. He talks about how he start like how he came up with the idea or how someone pitched in the idea and he's like, yeah, we should definitely do that and wow. then just does it. Wow. What a crazy guy. Anyway, and then d- during all this time, he breaks all these world records. Like oh, yeah. one, one of the records he broke was the fastest, um, the fastest 
travel across the English Channel on a kite surfer <laughs> with um, uh, for his age group oh or something God. like, and, and it was he did it in four hours or something like that. So that kind of reminds me of like Shane Crawford from the Crawford Hurdy podcast. Yeah. I think he holds the world record for most pairs of goggles put on his head. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> At any one time, twenty-five pairs or something. How is that the record? <laughs> Because no one's tried it. No one gives a We crap. should find a world record to crack. <laughs> we, we should... <laughs> We're going to look this up. No, it seems like the thing to do. France is doing it. We could do 26 goggles. Uh, maybe we could try. Yeah. We'd, actually, we'd have to buy 26 pairs of goggles. That's fine. Kmart, like three bucks. I don't know, Dan. I don't support the wastage of plastic. No, we'll so. donate them to a local swimming school they can give to kids who don't have a lot of money. Oh, then those poor kids are all going to have shitty $3 Kmart goggles. Well, they currently They're don't have goggles, Tim. They can be appreciative of the goggles they get. Why would kids without goggles want to swim, Dan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just coming up with solutions to your problem. <laughs> anyway, I'm reading his... I'm almost finished. I'm, I've got not that long left uh, in his second book. And yeah, it's, it is, like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good? It's pretty good. It's just interesting well, to see how he builds all these businesses. Here's one thing um, we talked about earlier in the week, which is pretty cool. And after we do this, we're going to get onto the shout outs. But, um, um, unlimited sleep. leave. Oh, no, sleep, sleep. That's so, what you're uh, Do you with. reckon Branton, Branton is a fan of sleep? Or? <laughs> yes, I think he is. I think he even mentioned it in the book. Because you hear some of these uh, entrepreneurs like, oh, they don't sleep, they sleep two hours a night, which makes sense yeah. as to why they get so much done. No, but, uh, I don't think that's the case. I think he sleeps. Sleep is very important. Mm. We, so, Dan and I were talking during the week about um, sleep patterns and how they affect your life. Yeah. And yeah, we both recently heard um, podcasts. I heard one because Jake Small shared it on Facebook. It yeah. was Joe Rogan with yeah. uh, this guy named Matthew Wright or something yeah. like that. Episode 1109. Yeah. If you're interested in listening to it. And, and I, fascinating. I, and I heard a completely separate podcast yeah. on the same topic yeah. on ologies, which we've given a rap before. Yes. I'll give him another rap. Sumologies, yeah. um, whatever the sleepology is called. Sleepology? It's called sumology or something <laughs> like that. Uh, anyway fascinating amazing stuff the different can't believe the, it yeah the, the different uh, times during the sleep where you have a different type of sleep and how that does different things hey, in your body your brain consumes dreams yeah. your brain must consume I've been dreaming a lot this week Dan mm. I think that's because I drank a lot of alcohol on Saturday night yeah I'd say so and so I didn't get into the stage 3 or 4 REM sleep no and had no dreams. So, my mm. brain, it was thirsty for dreams. It was thirsty for dreams. That's a real thing. That sounds stupid. Nah. But it's real. Yeah, it's important. It's important for your mental health. It's important for your if, cognitive if ability. Yeah. It's important for everything. Massive. If you're a man and you're not getting that REM sleep that you need every night, mm. um, then your testosterone levels will be like 10 years. You'll be 10 years older. Um, but yeah. Uh, and obviously, it'd be massive in sport. Imagine if you were a, a sleep expert, mm. and the, it, it's huge for your physical recovery and <sighs> performance as well. Getting a good oh, sleep me. the night before, mm. the night before a big game. a big game mm. could change the way you play. Completely. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was very fascinating. Go listen to both those podcasts. They were very good. Time for shout-outs, Dan? Time for shout-outs. And the first one I want to give out, yeah. because we're talking about <laughs> yeah. sleep, it made me think is about it, uh, Matthew Bedwell from Bedwell. Eva Mattresses, who yeah. got in touch with us during the week. Has, uh, he hasn't gotten back to you yet. Has he hasn't gotten back to me yet, uh, but I'm sure he will. Um, well, he, damn you, Bedwell. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say as well, and I, I wrote this in the email, possibly why he didn't get back to me. Uh, 
his name is Matthew Bedwell, <laughs> and he works at Eva Mattresses. He works at a mattress company. It's like if my name was Dan Countgood. It's got to know, but it's so... Seriously, it's got to be a made-up. It's got to be a pseudonym. Of I don't think it is. It's got to be think his it is. professional page. I don't something. think it is. I don't think it is. I think his name is Bedwell. <sighs> he was born... I was born for this job. Bedwell. We're Raised you, by beds. We're calling you out, Bedwell. We're calling you out. Right. It's also a very Please good name to yell out if you're upset rumor. at someone. Like, <laughs> like he's, he's got one over you again. And, uh, Bedwell! Damn you, Bedwell! <laughs> anyway, so shout out to Bedwell. Uh, who are the other people that gave us some comments? Uh, let me look here on the Twitter. Okay, so Kylie Parker. Kylie Simone. Parker. And Simone Max. And Simone Max. Yeah, Simone gave us a like and Kylie said, if Simone gets a shout out, then I need one too. Yeah. So, shout out to Kylie Parker and we like shout out to Simone. We like the cut of your jib, Kylie. We like the cut of your jib. We don't, you know, you're a good egg. Uh, who We'd else like gets to learn more about you. Uh, Homer at Bat, otherwise known as Dennis, uh, gave yes. us a like and some comments. Oh, so, yes. he gave us a like on True. Twitter. On Facebook, he left us a comment. Yeah. And I'm just going to read. Let me just find where it was i just want to read exactly what he wrote so do you want me to read, read it or have you got it i've got it here okay, i got beautiful, it here beautiful. Uh, you can answer the, the question yeah I'll, I'll give an answer it says hi dan and tim uh dennis here now i know you guys love talking about sport ping pong and afl yeah but would love to hear your thoughts on david clemmer possibly joining the knights on a 4.2 million dollar mm. oh, contract over four Clem. years mm. do you think it's a good signing for the mighty knights and will the bulldogs allow him to leave also Knights released their new home and away jersey. What's your thoughts on it? Personally, I'm loving the home jersey, bringing back the good old days. Anyway, talk soon. Well, okay. So, Dennis has hit on a couple of good things there, Dan. Yeah. All right. So, the home jersey, love it. Love Hark it. Hark back to the, the halcyon days of the, the Johns brothers. Exactly. They're running Newcastle. Exactly. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, so, yeah. I'm all for that. And Clem, big Clem. He's going to put Newcastle into premiership contention, if you ask me. I think I really think he's going to provide some fire. Yeah, and don't forget, it's Friday. Friday, enjoy your weekend. And just think of Dan tonight at the Taylor Swift concert with his <laughs> sequin shirt. Sequin shirt. <laughs> I may even post a picture on our Twitter. No, you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we will calculate it.